Yo, we're back. We're back. Educate and elevate, baby. What's going on, guys? Man, I thought I was about to shifting gear right now. <laughs> Yo, Toretto. Yeah, for real. Vibe. Yeah, that's the kind of vibe we're on right now, yeah, man. Yeah, that's it's hard. A, it's a special episode today, especially for a lot of content creators. So um, social media runs the world right now. So Big time. That's why we want to bring a very special guest. But before all that, quick announcement. April 15th, we got a Latino pop-up. So if you got a small business vendors anybody looking to really expand their business and network come through april 15 it's in the city of anaheim um messages below on how to get involved in that and you then world shakers don't want to miss out on that one september 29th world shakers that's a big event you already know so please keep an eye out for that as well and i know we got a couple announcements on on our end as well so yeah so i mean definitely that that latino papa is going to be an event that you guys don't want to miss uh we're going to be holding a lot of like it's going to be more of like a networking, promoting your brand, your service, uh, food vendors as well. We want to make it very affordable for you guys to promote your business. So if you're in Southern California and you want to promote, you want to collaborate with other business owners, that's definitely one you don't want to miss out. But today's, like like Armando said, today's episode is going to be jam-packed for content creators. That's we cool. got our boy coming up all the way from San Diego. Yes, sir. Thank you, bro. Your Over social media guy, Jose. Diego, yes. LA. That's how we're next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honestly, LA is like my second home too, so love, love. I, I need to get one too. Guys, you guys, are gonna, you, bro. You guys are gonna get a bunch <laughs> of value from this. Um, bro. Talk to me. Content's taking over the world. It is. I mean, it, it. it's already been for the past couple of years, you know, but it's about to take off even more. What are you seeing right now? Because I want to get like right into mm. the juice. What are you seeing right now? Number one thing that you, if you had a 30 second elevator pitch for somebody trying to create their own personal brand and stand out in the marketplace, what should they be doing? You know, like the biggest thing is always just documenting who you are. You know, a lot of times people think that there should be a disconnect from real world and social media. Social media is really just an extension of you. Like you're still the Pablo on and off social media. He's still the same him um, on and off social media. So social media should really just be, uh, like a supporting character to who you say that you are in real life, right? And obviously that facilitates the whole uh, approval and acceptance of who you are, right? Like, for example, like I always tell people, like, don't get so caught up on the amount of followers that you have. Focus on the quality of them, right? Because I'm going to try to have 10,000 of people who really want to hire me as a service than to have 100,000 people just want to, like, scroll through my shit. You know what I mean? That's huge. That's Can I cuss or no? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, bro. Okay, this, is, yeah. this is a platform. Oh, you like, be you yeah, all day all right, long. Man, let's go. Let's now, go. That, that's, a good, that's a good point, actually. So... I kind of wanted to know between gaining new followers and nurturing the ones you got. Mm. How do you how do you like separate the two? If there if there is even a distinction between the two, you know, I think one of the things that I started like really thinking about lately is obviously everybody's complaining about the engagement and the algorithm, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the ways that I feel like even I need to start doing is as I'm growing, as I'm scaling, I need to make sure that I collect data and I collect phone numbers and I collect emails, right? Because let's say down the road. Um, IG cuts my shit even more mm-hmm. and then now the people that I want them to see my content is not going to reach them but if I have a, a text a community database. or like a database I can email blast I can text blast whatever type of content that I'm putting out that's why know? we say bro that's like the CRM is so big 100% like, yeah you could yeah. have a CRM <laughs> in your social media platform whether it be YouTube Instagram Facebook whatever it is mm-hmm. but at the end of the day where are you holding all that data at mm-hmm. emails conversations you're having contact information birthdays etc like yeah. a crm is massive when you're yeah because think about you it like that. everybody thinks that uh facebook and ig and tiktok are just social media platforms when in reality they're data companies mm. right, right. you know Collecting. so you got to treat your business as a, as a data company too. leverage ig leverage tiktok leverage youtube leverage facebook but realize that those are platforms that you're building 
on something that's not your land, you know? So leverage it. That's true. You know, utilize it as much as you can. Uh, but just know that you can't complain about the engagement and, and the algorithm when it's something that's for free. When you're renting. Literally. When you're renting on you know land. I mean? Yeah, so, literally, you know? So to really, like, be an owner then, I know you talked about community. I know you're kind of building up your own community mm -hmm. as well. Do you want to talk about a little bit? Yeah, so I'm trying to build a community of just, like, uh, content creators. And one of the things that I want people to realize is that everybody is a content creator. It doesn't matter what you do, right? You have to be good at creating content if you're going to promote your services, if you're going to promote your products. Um, if you want to build as uh, sort of like an influencer where you're trying to work with brands, you're still putting out content. If you're a business owner, entrepreneur, um, somebody that's like myself, a videographer that needs to put themselves out there to gain uh, market share and get new clients, you have to be able to, you know, uh, put out really good content. So I'm building a community of just, you know, teaching people how to really do it right. Uh, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, if you're a videographer uh, if you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, or if you're just somebody that wants to become sort of like an influencer, like I'm going to have all that covered for them. That's you know? dope. So in that yeah. community, you know exactly what to get. So you got all that? Yeah, it's going to be branding, marketing, UGC, which is user-generated content, and then uh, short-form content, which is the service that I do right now. So is that like kind of like what we've been doing, like where I mm -hmm. shoot it and then send it over to you guys, edit it, yep. cut it up, make it look? Yeah, so I'm going to be teaching people. I don't want to say that specific formula, right. but that formula something along those yeah lines. something around those lines because it's it's going to become even more uh like it's going to become bigger as we continue to go into that um into the whole social media game and like all that because everybody needs it right and again attention spans are so short that people are going to have to get really intentional with understanding like how can i maximize this a minute 30 into like a 25 or 35 with having enough context but also being short enough to where people are actually going to sit there and consume it Talking about intention span. So what tip could you give us? Like what, what is, what are like the biggest things um, for attention span to keep someone engaged? Is it the first three seconds, first five seconds? What do you do to kind of keep someone engaged? Yeah. So one of the things I like to do a lot right now is like the first three seconds are like my attention grabber. So I'll bring, so like, it could be like a statement without context, right? So it could be like, you know, don't uh, get life insurance because of this or don't get into this because of this. People are like, well, you're supposed to be selling me on that. Why are you telling me not to, right? Okay. So more than likely, they'll be like, all right, let me hear this, right? Take away. Yeah, take, take away. away. The information has to be short, sweet, straight to the point and not as like, not high, like, not like big vocabulary, right? A lot of times, like as professionals in their industry, like we tend to speak our lingos, right? If I talk to you about frame rates, shutter speed, you know, so this, this, me. and that. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what the hell. So I have no interest in it's it, like right? like you gave me earlier. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, yeah, for example, like with him, he was saying like uh, financial literacy, right? Like to hashtag, the average, yeah. hashtag financial literacy to the average person, like it, it's irrelevant, right? right? Because if, first of all, they don't understand what that means. Second, they don't even understand life insurance. Heck, they don't even understand credit. Like there's still like a barrier of entry when it comes to like properly educating your client and you can't just create content that's going to, look cool to other people that are in your industry, you know? You know, something I like, bro, is that, and I've noticed is that when you bring on a content creator and you correct me on this, this is your space, right? Like I tell a lot of my agents here, a lot of our reps is like, when you bring on a content creator, it's really important that they understand the language of your industry 100%. as well. Like understand the frameworks. They don't have to know everything, but it's really important for your content creator. If you're creating a personal brand, creating content that your whoever your videographer is, make sure they understand what they're, what you're talking about. hundred percent. Right. And something I like about what you have is yes, you understand marketing, you understand branding. Cause there's a big difference between mm -hmm. that, which we'll get into yeah, big difference. But at the same time, you understand business, you understand sales, you understand psychology. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about 
where that kind of comes from, bro. Because I know you have a background in yeah. real estate. You're an investor yourself, bro. Yeah. You have multiple yeah. business. You're an entrepreneur, right? Yeah. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So honestly, that just to stem from like realizing that like you can't be a, a one trick pony if you really want to be great. Right. A lot of the times like we get so caught up in like the normal way of doing things. It's like, for example, like an agent, like there's so many key terms that they use, like who you work with matters. Um, and this is no disrespect to anyone, but it's just what the traditional way of going about marketing and stuff like this is. Right. So one of the things that I've came to realize is that if I really wanted to win, I had to look like the people that I was trying to work with mm. and I had to sound like them. Right. So let's say out of that day, they had three meetings with three different content creators. I already talked like them. I already sound like them and I already look like them. Who do you think they're going to give the opportunity to, to me? Right. Like only showing people. Yeah. Because I'm an extension of who they are. I'm an, I'm a direct representation of who they are as an individual. Right. So if, if let's say for example, when I first started out, I was going in with how I'm dressed now with the cap and like yeah. you know, a lot less casual and that industry was different. Right. So I had to like learn how to like pivot, adjust and, you know, just kind of like become a chameleon in a way in terms of like, you know, being able to position myself the right way to give myself the best opportunity. Right. But like how I was saying earlier, you know, you can't be a one trick pony, you know, like especially with, like you guys are doing a great job at like marketing yourselves, branding yourselves, putting out intentional content. So you're you, you're not just a, a financial expert. You know, you have you're a content yeah, creator, too. Yeah. Same you know? time, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like us yeah. bridging the gap because talk about educate elevate. Right. We talk about financial literacy, but really in reality, like the majority of life insurance mm. or even kind of anybody talks about this stuff. The average age is like 50 something. Yeah, that's crazy. So the fact that we're in our, in our mid 20s, late 20s. Talking about this, uh, dress like the way we are. Especially in the Latino side. Big time. You know? Huge. And that's, and that's the demographic we're trying to hit. Yeah. Exactly. And trying to relate to the young people, too, is like, you start now, we don't got to deal with the, the issues that we're dealing with later later in life. Yeah, people are like, uh, a lot of times what I realized, too, is that people just like people who look cool on social media. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's like, if I'm going to work with you, when I tag you, because it's exciting for me to share a milestone or something in my life, when people go and check your stuff out, I want it to look cool you yeah, know what i mean because i'm like damn like this guy is legit he looks legit like he's driving this type of car he looks like this he talks like this he does this like yeah you know what i mean it, it, again you're always an extension of the person that you're servicing so you gotta like play that part too. power association dude that's a great point yeah, chameleon. That's massive. Be a chameleon yeah you have talk to. about yeah. you talked a little bit about you you drop keywords like marketing and branding to the average person maybe we have a lot of people that mm -hmm. that are in real estate we have a big latino base as well yep. Some people don't understand that difference about, or some people don't really understand that difference between branding and marketing. Mm. Talk about the difference a little bit. Yeah. So marketing for me personally, the way that I try to go about it is like marketing is going towards a cold audience. So it's going outbound people who don't know me. And then branding is just reaffirming who I say that I am on that cold marketing. Right. Mm. So whenever people go onto my feed, if I'm talking about, you know, how to become a content creator within the next 30 days and start charging people this much amount of money, right? They want to see that I'm actually living that. So branding is something that reaffirms who I say that I am to people who don't know me. Nurturing so, your audience. Yeah, That's literally huge. nurturing your, your audience. Branding. Yeah, branding is, is that. It's just, again, reaffirming and, and making that statement and showing social proof that you are who you say, you know, when you're doing the marketing. Wait, when talking about content between marketing and branding, so what are some, let's, let's start with branding. What are some branding strategies that someone could do to build up their own personal brand? Uh, document the behind the scenes, mm -hmm. you know, like when, like the consultations, like the phone conversations. That was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That, like yeah, when I, I got so much feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I started doing that, it just like I started getting so much attention because of that. And again, these are things that we do day in and day out, yeah. but we don't think of them as content. We're just like, oh, we're doing the business. We're doing the income producing activities. But that's what's going to separate you from everybody else, because that also reaffirms that you are doing what you say you're doing. Right. Because if you don't have that as like a like on the back and on the branding, 
I can, you can say all day long, I help families, you know, achieve financial, you know, freedom and I do this, this and that. Well, that's cool, but show it to me. The moment that you start showing it to me, that's when I really believe it. hundred percent. Bro, you know, I, uh, we have a lot of agents here. Mm. We, 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 we talk with entrepreneurs all day. One of the biggest things I try to just instill in them is like hire a social media person. Mm. But they can't understand the value behind that. Yeah. Like, why is that sometimes? <clears throat> because I know I, that's a that's a that's a moving target. Yeah, it's like a big like a uh, question, right? Because I think based on my experience, it's like I could be the best at what I do, but if that person isn't ready to make that commitment and have the discipline to go after it how it should be, like I can't save them. You know, I can't carry them to the finish line, right? And a lot of the times too, it's like their own personal insecurities. First, they're going to be like, I don't, I don't know what to say in front of the camera. I hate the way that I look. I hate the way that I sound. So I don't even want to try it, right? So that's, I feel like that's probably like one of the biggest barriers of entry as to why people don't do it. It's less of, it's not going to work, but it's more of like, am I going to make it work? You know what I mean? Mm. And that's a big difference when it comes to like. Personally speaking, ever since I, I touched down with, with Pablo, he's, he's huge on like pushing that out on social yeah. media. So I never really have been before, but ever since I have, you know, you put money in you, it's really an investment into your business. hundred percent. A massive investment. And the ROI on it has already been tremendous. And for as many small business owners, I was actually just reading upon, like, especially with the recession looming on, mm. a lot of people are actually scared about inflation, scared about marketing costs, cutting down expenses, firing people. So like maybe marketing and turning to social media could actually be one avenue where you could actually expand your business while everybody's 100%. shrinking their business. That's where you gain market share. You know, one of the things that I did going into this recession is that I actually like tripled my expenses, right? But I tripled them in a way where I knew that I was going to gain market share and that's what I'm going for. I'm going in knowing that I'm going in to take, you know, yeah, people you're, is you're like, coming off yeah, of the heads. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. literally, bro. Yeah. Like that's, that's my mindset going into it. But, you know, again, the, like you don't need a lot of followers when it comes to like really building a business. You know, I tell people like when I first started in my career, I was less than 10,000 followers and I had already built a six figure business. You know what That's I mean? Awesome. So it's again, just the right people that you're around with. They're going to, um, if you are, if you are who you say you are off social media, that's what's really going to solidify you on social media. It's kind of like when we talk about building wealth, bro, it's like people that are wealthy, like you could get rich, but ultimately at the end of the day, money isn't everything. Money's just going to amplify who you are. Huge, and I yeah. feel like social media is very similar. It's a type 100%. of currency where it's like, you got to be your authentic self all the time. That's why I believe like the B the BTS is going to be so big going forward because it's just magnifying who you are already. And now you don't have to be someone that you're not when you get in front of them. Mm -hmm. It's like who I am is who I am all the time. Yeah, that just and, amplifies it. You know? Yeah, and also yeah. people are just tired of being sold to. You yeah. know what I mean? Like normally the only content that they'll see from you is like when you're trying to sell something, you know? Yeah. But with the whole back end, which is like the branding, you documenting the behind the scenes, that's you're giving them an insight as to what you do and then they'll make a decision of whether they want to trust you or not. Yeah. That's a you beautiful know? nugget. That's so a big nugget. I, I kind of want to break down then. Let's go back to the average person who's like on Instagram listening to this and they're like, damn, man, I got to start. So let me start. Yeah, let me start making some posts. So hashtags, bro. Hashtag, are hashtags dead? Uh, they're not, but you just have to be intentional with them, right? Okay. And then also too, as much as you want to receive, you want you have to give. Yeah. You know, a lot of times like we, whenever we post, we're like, all right, like how many views did I get? How many likes did I get? How many comments did I get? But also you have to be intentional with what you're trying to receive. Go out and give that to the people, right? For example, like you can jump on somebody else's post and be like, 
Top, I agree with that. You know, or like I really like this. Engagement. You know, Engage. engagement. Yeah. You know, you have to do more than the average if you really want to win, especially like in this you know digital economy. You know, before it was like you post, you get more engagement, more views, more likes. But now we're not. You know, it's like you have to be more. That's why you guys are creating content because you know you're not just going to be able to survive knowing all the information that you know and not people knowing about it. That's right. And if someone's looking at the post versus likes, like what's more important right now is it saves, likes, views, comments. Uh, one of the things that I like to personally like look at is my saves and my reshares. You know, when I get those, I I actually prefer those because I'm like, okay, I said something that was valuable enough for somebody to share that with somebody else. So you kind of try to do it again. Yeah, so I try to do it again, right? And then it's just, it's it's never like, you can't really repeat it, I guess, if you will, but you can do certain things to kind of strive for that, right? And one of the things that I had was on the podcast the other day, and this might be something that works for you guys, is that, I don't chase a viral video. I, I'm much rather chasing a viral sound. So it could be like a, a little soundbite that I really like that has no context. That could be like seven or 10 seconds that just takes off over something that has full context, right? Because it's so short and people can repurpose it and use it as an audio while they're working out or, you know, whatever it is that they're doing, you know? Man, that's a nugget. Yeah. That is a good one. That's a nugget. I didn't think about that one. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a Kobe, like a Kobe motivational, like quote. That just people start resurfacing. Yeah. yeah. So, for example, yourself. for you guys, it can be like, you know, one of the things that I want to do is like impact families and da da da. You're going into like your whole purpose and your whole why. And that, and just seven to 10 seconds of it are just that perfect soundbite that somebody else can use, regardless of what industry they're in. And that just takes off. Now, kind of switching forms a little bit to the person that's already posting, right? right. They're already like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm building, I'm, I'm creating my brand. It could be a lot to post on so many. It could be it could be a lot to post like on a lot of different social media platforms. Uh What's the number one platform you're seeing right now? Because I hear a lot like demographics obviously has to be a big part to do with that. Like, what would you say is the number one platform to be posting on right now? For me personally and my clients, they they focus heavy on Instagram because that's where they have the majority of the right people. Right. But then the second one after that would be uh, TikTok because one video just has the potential to take off. And then that traffic is driving back to your IG to to see everything else that you got going on, right? So I would say those are the top two. There's always going to be noise. There's always going to be like, go to YouTube Shorts because they're going to start paying creators. But that's irrelevant to you if you aren't already posting consistently. Right. And you're not so much focused on the money that's going to come from the YouTube Shorts, which is practically almost nothing um, compared to the ROI that you would if you're posting on IG on TikTok over something that you can sell as a service, Right. Right. So that's the psychology that I want people to have that are in business is don't focus so much on the platform that's getting hyped up, but focus on the one where you can make the most amount of return on your investment by dedicating that much amount of time. So for me, IG is that I much rather post on my IG and forget about YouTube shorts, forget about Facebook, forget about TikTok if I had to, because my audience and yeah, my ROI is always on IG. When, yeah. when, when you're looking at when to post, what time, does it matter what time to post? For me personally, I like after six because I feel like that's six a.m. or six, 6 p.m. Six p.m. Okay, yeah. not in the morning. It's it depends. Like if it's in the morning, like it has to be like something like entertainment yeah. wise, you know. But if you're really trying to sell and you're really trying to like you know do something, it's six p.m. You got to think about it this way, right? Whenever you're on Amazon.com trying to find for something, normally when are you nighttime, right? You're in your bed, scrolling, you're buying, buying, you know what I mean? You're like, "Ah, you know. Motivational maybe in the morning. Yeah, maybe in the morning. Uh, Inspirational, I guess. Yeah, but then at nighttime, it's like I'm trying to buy something, right? So when they're laying down, that's where we're in the mood, right? So if you're ready, available right then and there. So 
<clears throat> All right, bro. Another question I got for you too now is running ads, mm-hmm. right? That's a big one. A huge one. Because you, you, you've been talking to me about potentially running yeah. ads on a couple mm-hmm. of different things. Talk to me. Talk to us a little bit about that. Because yes. that's something I want to get into as well. Yeah, because that's a big, that's the missing piece when it comes to like, you know, really leveraging social media, right? Um, and a lot of what I'm noticing now is like, again, like the short pieces that I've been doing for you, bro. Like those are really catching on. Big at, time. Yeah, at first it was like, Fire. yeah, because they look fire, right? They look, yeah. they look great. And then... Marcus said this one something that was like okay like these are dope but are they gonna perform and I was like oh shit you know what I mean <laughs> I was like that's like that's really where you put, put your, your money yeah, yeah it's like that's where you put your money where your, where their mouth is right and then maybe like it was like a day or two he was like performing you know what I mean yeah he's like people are taking they've notice. been performing on mine bro which analytics does Marcus look at as a as someone who basically wants to put money into it like what analytics are they looking at to see like it is performing. So for him, I mean, I can't really get into detail in terms of like of course, what he's doing, um, like in, in but general, I would say like signups. Yeah, signups. Okay. You know, for example, for you guys, it could be like people, people signing, like joining your showing um, interest your or workshop. Yeah, yeah, uh, what I was telling Pablo is that like you guys have to do more virtual stuff. You know what I mean? Because you got to realize again, there's a barrier of people giving you that trust already, like up front. Yeah. It's like a real estate agent, right? First, home home potential home buyers have to overcome. Their fear of their fear of not having good credit, not making enough money, and not having enough talent payment, right? So if in their mind they already have these three barriers, they're not gonna reach out to you. Your marketing could be great and all that, but if you're not addressing these misconceptions, then they're not gonna go ahead and do it, right? Yeah. So same thing with what you guys got going on. It's like, hey, you don't need to have property, you don't need to have X amount of businesses yeah. to be able to, you yeah. know, get this started. Yeah. This is literally for anybody. It doesn't matter. And one like, bro, literally just having life insurance can change generations to come. I mean, I tell people all the time a good way to start having that conversation is, like, unlike real estate where you have to have mm-hmm. 10, 20, 25% down, yep. with life insurance, you you could essentially start a financial portfolio, mm-hmm. and it's not your wealth that qualifies you. It's your health, mm-hmm. right? So that's a bar right there. That's a bar. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I mean, there yeah, you yeah. go. Like, there it is. Like, you it, you don't need money. It's like you're the younger you are, the healthier you are, mm-hmm. the cleaner your record is, the cheaper the cost of the insurance. And you can start now diversifying that where you actually have a separate part of the life insurance that's now reflecting a major market index like the S&P 500, mm-hmm. which on average is probably going to do anywhere between six to eight mm-hmm. percent. Right. So explain that to me, like in basic terms. So basically, that's the psychology that I want. You so guys basically, to have, yeah. So you basically, know? in in short form, I, I would say I explain life insurance, permanent life insurance, cash value life insurance, like an egg. You got the egg yolk, you got the egg white. Mm. The young you are, the smaller the egg yolk, mm. and then the majority of that premium or that monthly payment is going towards the savings mm-hmm. inside mm. of the li- inside of the life insurance. Now simplify that even more. All right, maybe I could try that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's because like I, yeah. I'm I, going to like yeah. no, because no, like, I know what you're saying, right? Yeah. Like I get it, but what I'm trying to explain is like we have to like what's common knowledge to you, bro, is not common knowledge to everybody. That's right? true, right? So there has to be like third grade like verbiage we being used when we're down creating content yeah you know because go for it bro now i'm just thinking of like yeah, let's go let's like go this is like a little workshop it's a little workshop right here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no and this is like this is what i the reason why i'm doing this is because this is what i do with my clients right yeah this is the same thing that i do with real estate agents yeah. this is the same thing what i do with anybody right because again i might understand it because i've been in the game for a little bit where i can hear these terminologies and i've like overheard conversations and i get to understand it but again how can you simplify it to the simplest way that'll make sense to like a third grader? 
You know what I mean? That's the yeah the, the approach the they should take. Yeah, especially on social media. Then right, you kind of want to just yeah keep it straight to the point. Yeah, so I mean, to keep the to keep it let's going, see, let's go. I mean, ca- <laughs> cash value life insurance, like just like a permanent policy. Let's let's just, let's just do it as a uh, uh, basic life insurance. Yeah, I mean, there's two types of basic life insurances. Like Jose, so like, do you currently rent or own right now? Rent. You currently rent. Mm-hmm. Awesome, bro. So why do you why do you rent? Uh, like what 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 are some of the benefits of getting of renting a house versus owning a house? I don't know. I just started renting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Though, well, because right? for me, it's like I wanted though. to experience downtown. Yeah. So I, see I, moved he- I see where you're yeah. headed. I see where you're headed. Yeah, I lost them. Just, yeah. Yeah. Keep so, it more simple. So okay. what I'm trying to explain to you is like, for example, like somebody that doesn't know you, oh. right? You're not pitching me. Right, right. This is, this is we're talking Facebook ads. We're talking like. That's true. So, so I think stuff, the, right? the route so. he's going is like, there's two types of life insurance. You got term and permanent. Uh-huh. Term is like renting. You don't own okay. it. Okay. Permanent is like you owning the property. When you own a piece of real estate. You have what the These ability benefits. to refinance mm-hmm. it. You, it's an you asset. grow ac- equity, right? It's mm-hmm. an asset. Mm-hmm. It's yours. It's yours, right? The tenant can't kick you out. Yeah, that's what permanent life insurance is. Term, on the other hand, well, is like renting. It? Term is like renting. Yeah, it's going to expire at some time if you don't if you don't use it, mm. right? Going back to why do you need permanent? Well, let me ask you this: Do you have kids? Mm-hmm. Are you married? Are you a homeowner, business owner, X, Y, Z? Now we're talking. You want to diversify. You want to protect yep. your assets. You want to build generational wealth. That applies to you. Boom. Yep. Now we're talking because now you've made it relatable to everybody. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Now it's like, because the way that you're approaching it is like, if I was in the same field, I'd be like, oh, this guy's a beast. You know, I love yeah. the way he says it. I love the way he communicates. I love how he delivers it, right? Which is one side. But then you got to think about the consumer side. It's like, I don't even know what the fuck that is, you know, regardless of the yoke and like how you explain it, yeah. it's still not enough for me to relate to it. Right. It's not important enough for me to sit there and still learn what you're saying to be able to understand you. It's a two layer thing versus like them taking the time to maybe self-educate themselves to see what you're kind of saying. And then two is like consuming your content. Right. But when you're talking to me like, Hey, if you're somebody that has a family and you know, one of your biggest spheres has always, you know, maybe passing away and not leaving anything to them, well, here's why you might consider life insurance, right? Because a lot of the times, blah, 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 there's this and that. You know what I mean? Now you've made me be like, okay, that is one of my fears. That is one of my fears. So, like, maybe I should look into this, you know? So that's kind of like the bridge that I try to, like, um, close, I guess, if you will, between the you as, like, the business owner and then the client, Right. And I'm going to throw a little infomercial in there. This is why you hire a professional Mm -hmm. that understands a little bit about what you have as a product or service. Because him understanding this, now he could coach me through it, Mm -hmm. create the content, uh, you know, edit the content, and bring results to your personal brand or your marketing campaign. 100%. This is massive, bro. That's a nugget. That is a nugget. That's huge. That's for all content creators, right? Like, if you want to... Dealing with real estate, I saw you put made a post like real estate. Uh, you got lawyers. Like if you want to work with these type of people, then you got to actually dive into their business. Have to be a chameleon and then adapt to it. Yeah, because again, it's like it's whoever the the people that win are the ones that who can deliver the message most effectively. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the key to if there's one takeaway that you take from this podcast is whoever is the most effective at communicating a message. And creating that attention is going to be the ones that win. One thing I will add to that is kind of like what I told someone was like, you could be the best chef in town that no one knows about. So if, Facts, you, if you deliver the best message, though, how could you bring engagement and awareness to yourself? So what are some ways that 
someone delivers the best message, the best agent, but how could they bring engagement to themselves aside or let's say Instagram or are there other ways that we possibly could think about? I mean, for me, the way that the reason why I sit in these podcasts is again, so people can hear my mind. Right. Cause if not, all they see is I'm just a videographer. Yeah. Right. And so they get to hear my mind, my thought process, the way that I see things, the way that I analyze things, the reason, the reason how I son, uh, psychology and sociology, that's what really separates me. Right. So now when people get to hear these things, it's like, Oh damn, like, this guy's, he knows what he's talking oh, about. you know, what yeah. I mean, he knows well, what he's talking about. Sales, a lot of in sales and branding, a lot of it is psychology. Yep, you got to understand bro. getting in the mind of the people that you're talking to. Yeah. You know, like we know we could help the person, but it's like, for example, no like, point. let me ask you a question. Like, where's your audience at? Like, where's your money? What, what do you mean? Like, like the, where's the majority of our audience? Yeah. Like our demographics? No, like, where is your money? Like, where do the people that you want to service uh, live, uh, have recreational time? Homeowners. At? They have kids. They make usually over eighty thousand dollars a year. Married, married. But where do, they, where do they live though? Where do they live in? Like where are they? It's in the suburbs. They're in the suburbs. In the suburbs mainly. So that's that's how deep you gotta take this thing. You know what I mean? It's like when you know where your audience is at, like that's where you play. You know. So for example, like this is one of the things that I learned about um, Marcus. He's like, he's like for the black community. He's like, I know it's entertainment, sports, and I forget the other one that he said. But he was like, so how do I position myself in those things, right? So he's like, okay, cool. Like, I'll have drink champs, drink champs, do a podcast with uh, Floyd Mayweather, like, and then I'll yeah. plug myself in the middle of it because I'm bringing these two. Yeah. Uh, oh, sports! It was sports. Other one. He's like, I'm bringing these two massive industries, and then I'm plugging myself right in the middle. So I'm gathering gathering attention Excuse from me, sports. <laughs> I'm gathering attention from the media, and guess where it's all going? It's all being funneled to me. And that's that's where that's what I mean by yeah. like where is your audience at? Like where do they play? Like where do they spend the most amount of time? It's like are they at the golf course? Are they at you know well, what even TV even channels are watching? What that's how far of intent I want you guys to start thinking about. Edmano, I'm gonna change your name, bro. What? Edmago. <laughs> to what? El Mago, El Mago. Hey. <laughs> bro, that's the a ball, that's bro. A, yeah, that, that's that is actually now. What yeah, about yeah. okay? Because essentially, what we're trying to do, and I don't mind, we could say it publicly as well. Like yeah. with all transparency, we're essentially leveraging not leveraging, but we're using the EYL platform mm. as a blueprint. Because I mm. we we both love shout out to EYL. Yeah, yeah, shout yeah, out to EYL. They, they're doing amazing. They've honestly laid down the groundwork for they're like, they're like real trailblazers and what we're trying to do. And what we essentially want to do with Educate and Elevate is we want to do that exact same model mm -hmm. for the Latinos. 100%. Right? Which is super needed. So what would you say, bro? Because now, like, you got my mind thinking, like, where do the Latinos hang out at? Where the La yeah, yeah, where are the Latinos at? So we mentioned blacks. We said I Latinos. mean, where's, bro, if you really think about it, we're so similar to the black community. Massive. Yeah. We're yeah. minorities. We focus on the same thing. We're, we're heavy into boxing, you know? So maybe start building relationships like in the boxing world mm. or you know things yeah. like that where you can get like you know what i mean so now your level of intent is like where are they where are they playing they're playing sports entertainment uh musica musica you know so now it's like okay cool how can i get so and so to come speak at one of my events why because now when i do marketing the people who already like this artist or this personality they're gonna be like oh i never knew that he did that mm. who is he doing it for why is he doing it with these guys? All oh, these guys put out great value. Oh shit! Now I want to go to that. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you're building like a real life funnel. It's not just funnels aren't just in in like the 
marketing world or on social media, like funnels are in real life too. And that's the game that you have to play. That's thinking big. And I think you're right. I think you hit on the spot though. Like music, entertainment for us Latinos, like, like Sport, you really think, yeah. think it down. Like, yeah, you can even get down to the people, like pull it to the local Swami, pull it to the vendor shops. Yeah, that's big. You know, you can pull it to the clothing lines. Like, yeah, hey, bro, we're going to have to call do. Mike Towers over here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I, th- I kind of, I narrowed it down too much. I was thinking just Mexicans, but yeah, obviously you guys Latino, are going to the yeah. Latino uh, community, right? So makes it even more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes it even big. broader. hundred percent. How, yeah, how comfortable real quick, bro. I know this is kind of like off, off, yeah. but how comfortable <clears throat> are you with speaking Spanish? I'm really, I'm pretty yeah. comfortable. Yeah. So yeah. para la gente Latina, like we also love to speak a little bit of Spanish. Let's go. Yeah. To grow their brand too, you know what I mean? Dang, I put me on the spot. I know. I was <laughs> like, I never <laughs> delivered my message in Spanish. Fuck. So this uh, is like something that we're also trying to yeah, do as well. Yeah, I love like, that. Yeah, little yeah. by little, like, hablar un poquito más en español para la gente latina. Es importante. Um, pues primero, fuck. ¿de dónde eres? San Diego. No, pero. Oh, mi Mexico? familia es de Michoacán. Sí, mi familia es de Michoacán, México. Oh, okay. Yeah. Durango, México. And then. El DF and, and Havana, Cuba. Yeah. I'm like half and half. That's sick, bro. So, yeah. so, so, tus papás vinieron de Michoacán. Sí, mi, bueno, mis papás vinieron de Michoacán. Fuimos a Florida por un buen tiempo, ahí donde nací. En Miami. Y, en Miami. No, en uh, Bradenton. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, y después de que nací allí, nos, nos regresamos a México. Y en México estuvimos casi seis años. Ya después de ahí nos venimos para acá, para San Diego. So, básicamente crecí en San Diego, pero uh, en México estuve un, un poquito buen de tiempo. Michoacán. Sí, en Michoacán. That's ahí cool, fue ahí donde di mis primeros pasos. Ahí crecí, ahí. Todo. Y haces, haces trabajo también en español para la gente latina. Sí, también. Uh, esa es una de las transiciones más, más grandes que quiero hacer porque al igual puedo conectar con alguien que habla inglés, que sea, puede ser mexicanos o latinos, pero que hablan inglés. Pero también lo que me he dado cuenta es de que es importante también um, poder comunicarle eso a los papás. Porque los papás son los que últimamente toman la decisión. Si yo digo algo que, que tal vez vale la pena, si lo digo en inglés... Los hijos no van a tener la misma capacidad que yo para explicarles a sus papás qué fue lo que yo dije. Sí. ¿Verdad? So ahora, si yo me enfoco en crear contenido que específicamente es, es en español para que los papás, las personas de 30 y algo para arriba, lo entiendan, va, va a tener más efecto que si se lo enseño a sus hijos que sí. tal vez, ah, pues, este chamaco, ¿qué? Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? También vi que, estás, que has, has pasado un tiempo en México también. Mm-hmm. Si ¿Sí vas a hablar un poquito de los proyectos que tienes allá con gente latina. Sí, pues, uh, de hecho, terminamos un proyecto con... Si no puedes Más ahora te lo vas a ver, pero... No, pero es cool que, yeah. que estás haciendo pues, trabajos así, más en sí, México, más cosas sí. así. Es y, importante porque más que nada, a mí, a mí me importa mucho dejar un legado. Yeah. ¿no? Yo, mi mamá es la persona que más me enfoco ahorita en, en poder educar y enseñarle todo lo que yo he aprendido y... Con esa misma intención que yo le quiero hacer a mi mamá, es la misma intención de que yo tenemos de que tenemos que darle a otros papás. Eso sí. Yeah. Porque no saben. Sí. Y como son este, ¿cómo se dice? household. La cabeza de la casa. Ajá, como la. Ajá. Yeah. Yeah. So ellos son los que últimamente toman la decisión. Yeah. Y si ellos no sure. están informados adecuadamente. Tal vez esa, ese cambio que nosotros queremos crear nunca va a pasar sin ellos. So. Yeah, we can't, definitely can't forget them. You're right. Yeah. That's no, that's big. That's true. What did, um, pues, ¿qué dijo tu mamá cuando, porque yo sé cómo es con, yo sé con mi mamá. Cuando, cuando él le digo que, ma, 
ya no quiero ser enfermero, yo ah. quiero hacer uh, el negocio de, de finanzas, de seguranzas, de real estate. Y dijo, ay, mi hijo, ¿por qué quieres hacer eso? Ya fuiste a la escuela, ¿por qué no vas a la escuela? You know, trabajas. Uh -huh. Very safe route. Yeah. Very, very safe. They want nothing. Right. So, ¿qué, ¿qué dijo tu mamá when you told her you're doing this? Um, pues cuando yo me salí, yo me salí de la casa cuando tenía 18. Mm -hmm. So, ya no. Yeah, so, ya no, no, no básicamente estaba esperando que me dijera que sí o que no. Ya en ese momento yo ya era independiente, soy ya creé mi propio camino. Pero ya no lo entendió ya hasta que me yeah, empezó yeah. a mirar el cambio. Fuimos yeah. a Europa. Ya cuando fuimos a Europa, like, se quedó como, like, okay, mijo. oh, shit. You, you know, know what I mean? You know yeah, you don't need to go to school no more. You know, pero... Y esa es una de las cosas que también, uh, like, on a side note, right? Um, tenemos que tener la capacidad de no esperar de que nos apoyen al principio. Hey. Porque tenemos que ir nosotros, ser el ejemplo... Y ya después de que ellos puedan mirar con sus propios ojos de que sí se pudo, entonces ellos ya van a querer intentarlo. Y muchas veces queremos el apoyo desde el principio sin hacer nada. Sí. ¿Cómo te, alguien te va a dar el apoyo sin hacer nada? ¿Sí me entiendes? Yeah. Y eso es lo más importante. Esa es una de las razones más grandes por las cuales yo pienso que la gente o los muchachos de esta generación este, no luchan por sus sueños. Porque si tú le dices a tu papá, oh, quiero ser un youtuber, ¿Para qué quieres hacer eso? You know? sí, like, sí, eso, chingada, eso no te deja ni dinero o que esto que lo otro. You know? like, yeah, no lo entienden sí. sin saber que... Y luego no hace nada. Exacto. Piensa que no vas a hacer nada. Yeah. Sí. Sin saber el, el, el potencial de que tiene eso en ser un YouTuber o un creador de contenido. Y esa es la mentalidad que quiero que mucha gente tenga de que no, si tú quieres que alguien te apoye, ve y hazlo primero mm. y ya después vas a tener el, el apoyo que necesitas o que quieres. Hey. No, pero, pero tan, también para que sepan, ¿verdad? Para, para la gente latina, es, es muy importante tener esta tra esta, esta, estas conversaciones con, no nada más con tu, tus amigos, pero también con la gente que estás creciendo, porque la verdad, en español no hay algo así. No hay algo así a donde nos están educando, a donde nos están dando, pues, la, la habilidad de, de crecer. Uh -huh. Y eso es algo grandísimo para la gente latina. Y eso es algo que yo y Armando queremos hacer. Es darle la oportunidad a la gente latina. Porque mira, aquí en los Estados Unidos se puede jugar el juego si sabe las reglas. Y lo que estamos haciendo con este podcast es que le estamos dando las reglas. Le estamos dando las la respuestas para el examen. Mm. ¿Verdad? Bro... I know we, uh, we, we've been covering a lot, yeah. and I kind of want to transition back. I know we probably laugh a, a little nah, bit at the audience, yeah. but nah, para la gente Latina, for you Latin people out there that are still listening, you understand both languages, bro, right now, we, we've covered a lot, mm -hmm. obviously. I kind of want to switch terms to like a little bit about what's coming ahead for social media, mm -hmm. for content creation, for entrepreneurs. What are you seeing Because I know I, I've heard a lot about like ChatGPT. Is that mm -hmm. what it's called? Yeah. ChatGPT. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I know you've been messing with that yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Talk to me about like what you're seeing with AI and like going forward too. Yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, I think ChatGPT is actually a perfect example of what I think is going to happen in the next few years first, um, which is you still need a human to be able to have it perform how it needs to perform, right? And that's one of the things that um, with ChatGPT is like you have to be good at um, giving it like the steps for it to give you the best result possible, right? So same thing when it comes to like social media and content creation, there's still going to be AI that, for example, can remove the empty spaces between sentences, mm. but that doesn't mean that it knows how to properly structure the, the content, yeah. right? So those are kind of the things that are like the little things that are going to be going on first, but 
I mean, I think AI is going to happen a lot faster than what we expected, though, because the the rate of technology is a lot faster than what we had growing up, right? If you think about the evolution of the internet, it took longer because the internet wasn't available. Now the internet is available, so technology is a lot more. Um, it just grows at a faster rate. So because of that, I feel like uh, AI is definitely going to make a dent. I literally just, um, are you familiar with Billie Jean? A yeah. little bit, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. he had a, a AI thing for marketers. So long ago, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so it started, I think, yesterday. So again, I'm trying to like, you know, see what things. Get on I, game on yeah, it. get on game before it happens. Because even with like video, video marketing and all that within real estate, I really the reason why I feel like I was successful at it was because I was taking the time to really understand where the ball was going, right? And then when I understood where the ball was going, the people that were looking at me now, they're like. This guy's so different without realizing that I was already foreseeing what was going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. So same thing with AI. It's like, how can I not only educate, you know, my community, which is like uh, other content creators, et cetera, but where is this technology really going to take us? Like what's really going to be the the end result of it, right? Because with technology, what happens is that you get excited for the face value of it, but you don't really know where the ball is going to end, right? Same thing with like, uh, social media, like why, why social media or oh, content or oh, you're building a brand, you know what I mean? So on the surface level, it looks cool, but again, you have to know where the ball is going to end up. It might be just the technology aspect of it. It might be that eventually it becomes, uh, an easier system to utilize for something completely different. Um, and it's, it's, I've, I kind of see chat GPT with the same eyes that I see the blockchain, right? Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm putting a lot of time and effort into like, Understanding, understanding it because yeah. it's more on the technology rather than you putting money into a coin and then having that appreciate or well, that's you know, a great, be worth yeah, more. That's a great you know? analogy right there. It's like, um, I love that conversation. Yeah. I don't know if you want to get into that. Yeah, but bro. You, yeah. you so, know what I'm seeing right now before you go on that? <laughs> bro, we always relate a lot of things to like basketball. Yeah. We both love basketball. Yeah. I'm seeing like Magic Johnson right now, court vision, bro. Like we yeah. found our point guard, bro. Hey, same shit up. I mean, hey, That's showtime. <laughs> <laughs> we got the guy that got he got massive court vision. Yeah, yeah. Bro, vision, bro. Like, how, how you talk about the future? Like you expect what's happening, so you can just pivot and yeah, well, like visionary. You want to surround yourself with visionaries when yeah. you go into business with people. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's like, my name on my company too, Visionary Media. Visionary I didn't want to throw it out there. I don't know yeah. if it was like official, but like, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying, like vision ha, being a visionary yeah. in business like that's another like these are the types of people you want to get into business with yeah it's like you know what i'm saying like i i think um the the biggest thing when it comes to like the right people that you want to associate with is like for them not to just be a one-sided type of person right yeah you know same thing with you guys like what you guys going on it's like yeah you you have seen that a eyl kind of has already paved the road but nobody has really done the exact same thing on the Latino side, right? right? And the reason why I'm confident in saying that is because a lot of the times, like, us as Latinos and his Hispanics, we tend to screw over our people because we know a little bit more, yeah. right? There really isn't quality people that have genuine intention, intentions to giving the people the right tools where they can make better educated decisions, right? We talked it, about that offline, too. Yeah. The, the the distrust in the community is, is massive. Yeah, and so... We've been screwed up. Yeah, so... For example, like, let's say, um, instead of like, let's say this is base, right? For everybody, we're starting here, bro. Yeah. So you guys already as like financial experts, you still have all these layers yeah. to overcome before you get to an equal playing field. And that's what that's educate nice. and elevate is, is like, we want to gain the trust. Mm. Like we understand what we're working up mm. against. Yeah. 
we want to earn the trust of them by educating them and just giving them value just giving them value yeah bro. that's that, really all we want to do yeah and that's kind of why i was pu pushing so hard towards like the webinar aspect of it because yeah. i feel like that's going to be your what's the webinar aspect so like go more go virtual. more digital yeah it's go more virtual like yeah here. because when it's a seminar people are committing to attending a specific place right and a lot of times as Latinos, whenever we go to something for free, oh, we're going to get sold. We're going to get sold on something or they're going to want something from me. Right? right. So with that psychology in mind, it's like, let me give this webinar. Cause even if they, even if they watch it, you're, they're not going to be getting phone calls. Yeah, they're they're not going to be totally off hands. like pressured right then and there yeah. on the spot to make a decision. Right. So with the webinar, it's a less of a entry of uh, less of a barrier of entry. What are other ways to, to, to break through that mistrust of, of our people? Or even in the community in general. It's not, webinar is a good one. Mm -hmm. Well, are there other ways that we could do to kind of... Because you're right. We do have an uphill battle. Yeah. But we're not starting from, from square one versus mm -hmm. someone else. You're like negative 10 right now. Yeah, no, bro, but... But the truth is, though, but where there's a lot of value también con la gente latina is that the minute you earn their trust, bro... It's a wrap. It's yeah. a wrap. You got them some, yeah. and you got the, the whole the, family. Yeah. The whole family, bro. It's true. Dead ass. It's, it's like true. 20 deep. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I think one of the things that I want you guys to like um, focus on is a lot of, like testimonials, you know, from other Latino yeah, people, right? Yeah, and thing. the reason why I say that is because you want people that are from that are starting from ground zero, right? The ones that you were able to, you know, that had a little bit more of that courage to make the time, come in, sit with you guys, uh, talk about their financial uh, goals, and then you guys actually able uh, being able to help them do that, right? The reason why that is is because you can take somebody who's here to here but it's a completely different story taking somebody from here to here yeah right and this is the game that you guys need to be playing they always say like the first here. zero to a hundred thousand is the hardest or like a million so I, I hear this all the time and then once you I make a million thousand yeah, yeah and then after that it's just way easier but that first mm -hmm. is like the hardest Maybe yeah because like the zero to 100k is hard work and then 100k to a million is like systems being intentional. yeah yeah even even 100k to, to half a million yeah that's that's a game changer that's, too. yeah it's yeah. a different yeah. ball game for sure yeah, I love this, man, because this, I feel like we really need to have this conversation with ourselves like, yeah. and imagine anybody else who gains value with this. Yeah, and I, th I think the reason why I like this a lot, too, is because like I feel like this would have been a genuine conversation that we would have had off camera. Just in general. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's huge. Not a chingon, though, bro, so. Pablo. If you're on our close friends, you saw it. Yeah. Nah, I think it's important for the Latina people that, al igual a como la gente nos ha vendido sueños y hemos pasado muchas este, cosas con otra gente de que nos quieren vender cosas solamente para su propio beneficio es importante también saber cómo encontrar las personas correctas que sí. tienen las intenciones buenas para que puedan enseñarse y, y, al, y al igual tal vez si no al principio no tienen esa idea o ese, esa motivación de decir oh sabes que quiero tener mi póliza de aseguranza o quiero tener un trust o eso y lo otro pero al menos edúquense y la razón por la cual es porque tenemos la capacidad de sacrificarnos y trabajar de la noche a la mañana por nuestros hijos. Tenemos que tener esa misma capacidad de poder educarnos y dejarles un camino más fácil a nuestros hijos. Porque si se ponen a pensar, lo único que le están enseñando a tus hijos es cómo trabajar. Y es, es bueno tener esa, esa ética de trabajo, pero también es cómo enseñarles de poder intentar y tratar de buscar cosas afuera de lo normal y esa es la diferencia en la siguiente generación con los papás es, por favor tengan la capacidad de decir sabes que yo no lo sé todo uh, pero vamos a buscar quien nos pueda ayudar ya sea comprando casa ya sea 
Asegur pólizas de ajá, invertir, pólizas de aseguranza. Tal vez yo no quiera hacer un, un 401k o un Roth IRA, pero quiero tener mi póliza de aseguranza. Y poco a poquito cuando vayas este, educando te vas a poder uh, ver que es más fácil cambiar la historia y el legado de tu, de tu, de tu familia. Solo se necesita una sola persona. Y así yeah, se juega el juego. Aquí, aquí en, este, en, este, uh, en este país así se, ju se juega el juego. Pues la, la cosa que una vez dijiste que uh, el trabajo duro para nosotros no es, no es la problema. No es el problema. No es el el problema. problema es más sabiendo las cosas que nuestros papás, porque no sabieron, pero, eh, pero ahora es nuestra responsabilidad para aprender esas cosas y, y andar en eso. Yo siempre Exacto. digo que los padres de nosotros hicieron el trabajo ya. Vinieron aquí. Nos dieron la oportunidad. Y ahora para la gente que tienen primera generación aquí en los Estados Unidos, es el trabajo de nosotros educarnos, echar un pie para adelante y salir por arriba. Y siempre digo, como nuestros papás nos trajeron aquí, y ahora nuestra responsabilidad es como just to further down the Continuar el proceso. If you don't, you fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It's the truth, you know. Yeah. Like I think that's one of the things you that you got I a chance, man. You got a chance to make something happen. You yeah, might you as well do, do it. Shit. Yeah, it's, it's like, like think about it this way, right? Like I don't know if I would have the balls to like leave a country where I have all my family, my parents, my safety, my comfort, comfort to go to a country that probably doesn't even want me there. Racism. I don't have citizenship. I don't know I'll what. Die on the border. Yeah. I don't know the yeah. language. Uh, all these extra barriers, bro. Like talk about barriers. Like that's a massive one right yeah now it's like our parents gave us that opportunity now it's like us to continue that right That's a fact. and so so instead of like just saying okay cool you know like my family's here in the u.s and you know we're working in this and that it's like no you gotta continue you gotta keep pressing forward because at the end of the day if not all that effort and all that you know risk literally life risk That's like was in vain he, i remember just a quick story on my my dad he would tell me like when, when people would come over when he was like growing up uh because he grew up in mexico and durango he's mm -hmm. like I, there was two types of people that came out. When they came over across the border, either they worked their, their ass off and they made money. Both of them worked their, worked their ass off actually and made money. It's just, what did you do with the money? Many of them mm. went to the bar every weekend, bought their truck. Yeah, you got, cash. They, yeah, you got cash. <laughs> spend that shit on mujeres or sell, get fucked up. And then they end up back in the rancho like five, ten years later. Yeah, man. And then there's the other people who actually bought a house or actually invested the money, saved the money. And it's just like now they're actually still here. And now they're actually something. So it's like, what do you do with the money? And that's kind of what we're here to teach and try yeah. to, like, at least give you guys the option. Yeah, it's like, a, I forgot who says it. It's like, no, it's not about how much money you make, but it's about how much you keep. How much you yeah. keep. You know? And it's yeah. like, even for me, like, personally, like, there's one of the things that I feel like a lot of times people who are kind of, like, in that process of growth and, and, and their own version of success that don't talk about, right? It's like, for me personally, like, I didn't know about any of this stuff, you know? I didn't know how powerful life insurance was. I didn't know how to, like, properly structure my business and and all these little things right how to leverage money yeah how to okay. leverage it so it's like yeah. i've made so many mistakes trying to figure this all on my own because i wasn't exposed to the right people right now that i'm in an environment where it's like i know the right people it's like okay let me fix my mistakes adjust and now that i've you know built on a solid foundation let me go and teach my mom let me go and teach my uncle let me go and teach my cousins my sisters and everybody right because now what's going to happen is We're all building collectively instead of like me trying to carry them like the whole entire time. Well, see, see what he's, I mean, break that down to a T, right? Exactly what we've been talking about throughout mm -hmm. the whole show, right? Is like he's been able to gain the trust of the right people around him. Jose has now doing a generational pattern in a good way, though, yeah. is that now he's passing on the great things that he learned 
to his family, his loved ones. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what yeah. us Hispanics that's do, bro. Doing, bro. The Latino that's people, that's bro. what they do. And now yeah. what you're doing is that you're literally, bro, con- congratulations, yeah, congratulations to you, bro. your kids, Appreciate you know, your entire family, bro, because you're literally changing the entire, like, landscape of the yeah. rest of your, like, family tree going forward, 100%. bro. Like, that's massive, man. Yeah, you yeah. You, you, deserve, yeah. you deserve a big yeah, pat on the back huge. for that, bro, because you're changing... Your entire family for the yeah. rest of your life, bro. That's massive. That. Yeah. I Shout out to you, that. dog. Nah. We're loving people, bro. It's like that same mindset. What you just heard from Jose, bro, that's like honestly all Latino people I meet for the most part. I meet the I meet the abuelitas at work. Like they be cussing and they got so much love for you. Like mm, you ate yeah. today. Ito, <laughs> like, yeah, it's like true. you know, the kids are like, yo, and you feel <clears> bad. <throat> like, man, you, you know what? I just want to help you. But yeah. like many times to help facts. others, you got to be able to help yourself first. That's yeah. you got to build yourself up. That's facts. Yeah, that's one of the, that was, that was one of my, probably the most heartbreaking moments in my life and in my career was realizing that it's okay to not want, not a, not to like not save everybody, but know that not everybody wants to be saved. That's mm. true. You know, because people big. can be really nice and really good. And you're like, I really want to help you. Like you really yeah. deserve to like yeah. win and be happy and not yeah. be financially stressed out and this and that. But a lot of times that's just who they're going to be their entire life. And a lot of times, like even for you guys, I'm sure you guys deal with it. Where It's like, I know how much I can impact your life. I know how much I can change generations to come for you and your family. They got to want it. But they got to want it. You know what I mean? And that's always going to be there. Um, But I definitely, you know, like, you know, props to you guys for, you know, embarking on, again, this journey where it's it's not easy. You guys are literally, you know, going up an uphill battle. Thank you, bro. But you guys got this for sure. Bro. I'm sure we could sit here and we could talk for oh, hours. Facts, bro. Bro. We could keep going easily. This is a warm up right yeah, here. Yeah, this is a warm up. <laughs> I'm really getting are, in the zone. You guys are going to see a bunch of stuff that we got working. Um, real quick, bro, just uh, where can people find you? Yeah. Uh, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Yeah, the best way is going to be on my Instagram. It's at your social media guy. Um, yeah, that's the easiest way to get okay. in touch with me. I'm okay, pretty perfect. active on there. That's where you'll see what I'm about, you know, what the projects um, you got coming, projects I got coming, who, yeah. who I work with, um, you know, just stuff about my family too as well. And yeah. Dope, bro. Very cool dude. I want to, I want to ask, we like to ask one question, bro. Let's do it. And it's chasing greatness, right? Mm-hmm. We always, we, we like to pay tribute to all the greats, all the great people that have paved the way for mm-hmm. us, not only with education, but with motivation, mm-hmm. right? Chasing greatness is something that Kobe always did. Shout out to the black Mamba, rest mm-hmm. in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, chasing greatness to you though. What does that mean? For me, I feel like it's a never-ending self-development journey, you know? I think one of the things that I've come to realize is, like, the more that I grow, the more that I achieve, the more that I want, right? And so because of that, it's like I've come to the realization that my happiness internally is consistent growth and consistently becoming a better version of myself, you know? It's not a destination. It's like, because I know this thing for me, bro, is never going to end. Yeah. So I'm like, hundred years old, whatever, you know, whatever, how many years uh, God wants me on this earth. I know that I'm always going to find ways to develop myself in different aspects of my life. You know, whether it could be my mind, the way that I speak, my health, my family, just different things like that. You know, that's it's like the the commitment to excellence. Yeah. yeah, Just committed to like being a better version. And it's that that journey that kind of like we fall in love with. It's my passion, bro. Like there's nothing in this world that, you know, aside from my kids that like, really give me that sense of fulfillment, you know, regardless yeah. of how it tough it might get sometimes and regardless of how, like, you know, things just happen, life happens, I'm like, damn, like, yeah, you know, because yeah. I shouldn't be here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like what I come from, like where my family comes from. We come from Maranchito, like dialect is still spoken there. Our installation is cardboard boxes. 
um, less than a thousand people there. Education is like less than second grade. Yeah. No, you know, like that's, you know, like if people want to make an excuse as to why they can't make it, like there goes your excuse out the fucking window. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, bro. bro. Thank you for sharing everything, bro. Appreciate you guys for having me. For the time. Thanks for coming up here. Bro. That was massive. Yeah, that was nice, bro. Yo, for real, uh, (laughs) we appreciate you guys. If you if you listen to this, you found value in the episode, man. All we ask is that you just subscribe to the channel, share with a friend, pass it on. Like we don't have any paid ads on here, any or anything like that. The best way you can pay us with Educate and Elevate is just by sharing it, Mm -hmm. and it does not cost a dime to share this and send this to five, ten people, Um, and then tag us on IG as well. Love anything, anything you want to end with, bro. That's it, man. I'm thankful for this, man. So yeah, this is this probably is by far one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Straight up. Let's go. Keep yeah. tuning in. There it All is. All right, guys. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.